welcome to another episode of Expedition Marriage. I am here with my lovely bride, Jamie, and I am Chris. Thanks for joining us. And we're going to be talking about apologies today, and actually, mm -hmm. more specifically, the things that undermine an apology. That's right. Yeah, because bad apologies, no bueno. Those are, those are no good. <laughs> and you know what? We just want to start off by letting you know we forgive you. Mm -hmm. We forgive you if you have not left us a review like Jess Domus has. And it's okay. You know, you don't even have to apologize. You just leave us a review and, and that will we'll call it even. Well, well, yeah. It'll be good. We'll, we'll wipe it, it out. It'll be square. Yes, our, our good heartedness. We, we can forgive you that easily. But anyway, I do want to read you a review we got because we do love getting these. They help us. They're very affirming to us. They let us know that, you know what, what you're doing is helping me and helping our marriage. We like that. And it helps us get the word out there to reach more couples. So let me share with you what Jess has said. She said, I love every episode, even when I read the title and don't think I need to hear that message. I listen anyway and somehow always end up blessed by so many wonderful nuggets of wisdom. Nice. Every marriage needs what Chris and Jamie have to say. They're amazing and such a blessing. And Jess, you are a blessing to us. We appreciate mm -hmm. you taking those few minutes just to affirm us and let us know that we are an encouragement to you. That does not go unnoticed and we truly appreciate it. So the rest of you, Leave us a review. Let mm -hmm. us know that you're you're here for it, that you're enjoying it, and that you know what we're sharing is helpful. So yeah. that being said, that let's being get said. on to talking about this because apologizing is a big thing. Oh yeah, it's a forgiveness is a big deal to God. Yes, it is. Right, and so we're we're to to not only forgive because we like being forgiven freely by God, so we need to be forgiving. Right, right. But we're also to seek forgiveness. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's not just, it's not just one side. It's just, oh, well, I offended them. So I'll just wait for them to forgive me. I, I, I have to, right. to, to seek forgiveness as well. And, and we are actually called to reconciliation. Mm -hmm. In fact, we're not mm -hmm. only called to reconciliation, we're called to be reconcilers. We yeah. have a ministry of reconciliation. Second Corinthians 5.18 says, all of this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. And we've talked about this before. Forgiveness is a solo sport. Reconciliation takes two. So mm -hmm. we actually have to work together mm -hmm. in order to achieve that reconciliation. Right. And ultimately, that verse in 2 Corinthians, that's about us because Jesus died for us and reconciled mm -hmm. us to himself. We're now called to go share that same gospel message. And we're called to become teachers to the world that this reconciliation to Christ is possible, but it's going to be hard to do that if we're not even willing to start a reconciliation <laughs> process with our own spouse. True. You know, yeah. and, and you model it at home. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we I have like to idea. do that at home mm -hmm. first. And apologizing is a key component to resolving conflicts and repairing relationships mm -hmm. or even mm -hmm. initiating relationships like what Jesus did for us. Well, and so and that's I, the model. Yeah. And I don't think we should take that too lightly. Just that no. idea. Uh, who, through Christ, reconciled us to himself. Through mm -hmm. Jesus doing this right so well, he sacrifice himself, died on a cross to bring us, make it mm. possible for us to be reconciled to God and not for us to be able to have forgiveness, to have salvation. Yeah. So that's how big of a deal it was to God and to Jesus 
that this reconciliation thing is. Yes. And for us not to be able to model this in our marriages, that's a struggle. Yeah. That, it, that's, it's that's very prideful. And I say that, mm -hmm. I mean, that's even convicting for me because you are far better of an apologizer <laughs> than I am. There is something in me that like when I need to say, I'm sorry, when I feel as if I've done something wrong, I am Almost so... Almost never happens. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. <laughs> You're just not in the habit of being able to do it because that's right. Yeah. But I am so defensive because it feels so vulnerable to me. Mm -hmm. And as if, you know, mm -hmm. I personalize it as if there's something wrong with me. If I have to apologize, it's not that I did this thing wrong. It's that I am wrong. Mm -hmm. And the mm -hmm. apology kind of like attacks at my worthiness and it's mm -hmm. wrong thinking. And it, you know, and I, I grew up in a home where I was the scapegoat for everything. Yeah. And so I was blamed for a lot. And so apologizing to me, it just kind of, it feels like it diminishes who I am as a person, but that's not true. That's mm -hmm. stuff for me to walk through because God has called us to be reconcilers. He has called us to seek forgiveness and to restore relationships. And even James 5.16 tells us we're to confess our sins to one another. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. we're to say, hey, I did this wrong. Matthew 5.23 through 24. So if you're offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Yeah. I don't even want your mm -hmm. stuff until <laughs> you have reconciled with one another. Love the Lord your God and mm -hmm. love one another. Yeah. Those are top dogs right there. Yeah, which you is a pretty incredible thought to, where God's saying, look, it's so important for me that you all fix this. Yes. That to not come and give me your sacrifice. In fact, don't give me your sacrifice until you've put yeah. a focus on this first. Because giving me a sacrifice, eh, it's just, it, it's, it's empty. Yeah. And it's like, and I, and I just think, you know, and why are we not doing that? Pride. 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 Mm -hmm. It's just arrogance and pride. And that's a, I mean, golly, I mean, to let that get in the way of doing kingdom work and of mm -hmm. honoring the mm -hmm. Lord just out of my own pride. Yeah. And no, it's, it's from, and you're not alone. It's from, no. there's, there's a, a place of hurt. There's a, a, mm -hmm. a place that it comes from, but when it boils down to, when you start to examine it, then it's like, okay. Yeah, that's that's where it kind of falls yeah. down to. I'm already not liking this episode. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm here for you. I'm not here for me. I don't know what's happened. This is I, we've taken a turn here. Yeah. I'm like, oh, How'd that happen? no. But you know what? That's the power of the word. I mean, that it is. is it is living and active, and it is convicting it's in a sharper good than a way. It is short. not shame shame inducing or guilt inducing. Mm -mm. It's convicting that says, you know what? Don't feel bad about this, but change it. Mm. You know, it should give you a desire to change it. And when we know it's this important to God, that should convict us and give us a desire to Absolutely. change it. And now that you know, you can grow. Now I'm going to try. Me, me and my pithy sayings. Yeah. I love, it. <laughs> love right. it. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into this. Okay. So when we do apologize, right, mm -hmm. there are absolutely some things we can do that undermine yeah. our apology. And, and then we'll get upset. That the apology is not taken because we <laughs> kind of like set ourselves up for failure and the fact that we're undermining yeah. it. And yeah. maybe we're doing it because we don't, you know, out of 
uh, ignorance is it might be sound like a strong word, but just not mm-hmm. of not knowing, right. you know, of not realizing that we're doing or that self protectiveness again, sure. where it's like you yeah. know, I'm just going to say I'm sorry, and I don't think we even included mm-hmm. in this in this discussion, but I think that's a big one where you know what I, I'm just going to say I'm sorry. I haven't even evaluated. I don't even know if I'm wrong, but I'm going to people please and apologize oh, yeah. <laughs> just for the sake of like I want this better. That's true. Like, mm-hmm. like, well, we're adding this for free. Um, you know, it's one way to undermine an apology. I gotta get you involved in this somehow. <laughs> <laughs> deflect, deflect. One way to un- undermine an apology is over apologizing. Yes. It's saying, I'm sorry for everything, even if it doesn't it pertain yeah. to me, even if it's not, you know, oh, it looks like it's gonna be some rainy today. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it devalues oh. what an apology is. This crepe's bad. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? yeah. It's, so, yeah. yeah. So that, but then when I do say that I'm sorry, then it's like, well, you know, it's it's almost like... It's so flippant. Yeah, it's like telling the dog, oh, I love you, I love you so much, I love you so much. And then you come up to you going, I love you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> as much as the dog, because you sounded like you had more enthusiasm right. with the dog. Right, right. So yeah, so it, it does water it down some when we're just flippantly saying it, because I think there are extremes, like mm-hmm. myself, where I'm like, oh, it's pulling teeth to get me to apologize. But there's others, almost like you, who you used to be, mm-hmm. where it's like, I'm sorry for everything. I'm sorry, everything's my fault. Let me just apologize in advance, where it's like, what are you even doing? Yeah. There's no... So yeah. it's watering down the significance of what an apology is intended for, because that mm-hmm. kind of apologizing, that's not about reconciliation. That's about self-protection. It's about placating. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can be placators. Just, just quickly or keep things smooth. Quickly calm yeah. down the circumstance before it has a chance to get stirred up. Oh, somebody might get upset about something. How can I quickly mm-hmm. put throw a band-aid on that? Yeah. Yeah. Our, another way we can undermine our own apologies is adding a but. Yep. You know? Yep. We 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 like to share well, I like to share because I, I I like puns about watching mm-hmm. your butt. Yeah. Watch for how where you use the placement of the word but. Mm-hmm. And so wherever you use the word but, you kind of erase everything ahead of yeah. that. Yeah. And so, you know, and that's that's not that's true for other things in the, yeah. with the politics. And it can as well. be good too. It can be good. Mm-hmm. This is all wrong, but God. Oh yeah. You know, I mean yeah. that because it's like none of that matters. What's going on wrong in your life doesn't matter because of God. Love that. Love Versus, that. Versus, you know, I'm sorry, but let me give you the excuse. Mm-hmm. Which means, therefore, I'm not really sorry. Oh yeah, because you're not accepting full responsibility for your own choices and actions. You know, right. it's it's like you know, here's here's me. Well, let me let me tell you my excuse. I was only doing this. You know, mm-hmm. I did this, but you did that. But you snapped at me first, or, or yeah. you, but you right? Yeah, you know? I'm sorry I said that. But you said something even mm-hmm. worse. You know, you did this first, right? So yeah. <laughs> but what about you? Right? You know, kind of things. But even if we're trying, sometimes we're just trying to be honest about explaining ourselves. Yeah. Like maybe I just wanted to try to let you know, hey, here's what was going on with me and all that. Making separate ideas. Because if I said, mm-hmm. hey, look, I'm sorry that I I, I flew off the handle, but hey, I was just having a bad day. To, well, I still yeah. erased the apology. I've undermined my own apology mm-hmm. versus trying to explain later on, hey, you know what? I had a really bad day and I've yeah. been really tired and I'm on edge, you know, but I shouldn't have, have yeah. been snappy 
and I apologize for the way I acted. I right. assume responsibility. And some of those things, like you're talking about, sometimes it's very true. I shouldn't have said that, but what you said was horrible too. That can be true. Could be true. But it doesn't mean we need to add that. It undermines because, your apology. Yes, and we're also leading by example. Mm-hmm. And if and if he's apologizing to me for saying something, and I know I've just unleashed on him, and he says, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have called you that name or said that thing, and he doesn't add to a but to it, guess what the Holy Spirit's going to be speaking to me? He's going to be going, ah, but Jamie, you did. Mm. What did you say to him? Yeah. But the second he says, I'm sorry I said that, but you shouldn't have said that to me, now I'm defensive. Mm. Mm-hmm. But when you withhold that, it's humility. It's a it's a humble stance you're taking, and it's an opportunity for the Holy Spirit to work in your spouse who has potentially also done something wrong in that too. Because Great in point. that moment, we need to be worried about, I did this wrong. That's what I need to own, regardless of what my spouse did. Mm-hmm. Because this isn't going to fly in the judgment seat. <laughs> it, it's not gonna, you know, you, you know, think? did you know my son? Do you know my son? Mm-hmm. What did you do? Mm-hmm. Because you know him? Well, I was going to share the gospel. I was going to love my my husband better. But, mm-hmm. but you don't understand how hard they were. It's not going to fly. We have mm-hmm. self control and personal responsibility. Yeah. So watch your butt, people. Watch your butt. Watch your butt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about another way that we can undermine our own apologies. Mm-hmm. Are through our body language. Yep. Right? Yeah, does it match? It, yeah, mm-hmm. does it match? Only about 9% <laughs> of communication is verbal. Yeah. So, uh, it's, which is pretty amazing yeah. to think. What we say only, uh, you know, to somebody else when we're communicating, only about 9% of that is what we actually say. Yeah. That's what... 55% is body language. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. then you throw tone in, in the middle of that. Yeah. So, if, if, if my tone and body language aren't matching my apology... Well, Let's put it this way. You could just make a noise, you know, with the right tone and body language that can mm-hmm. it completely communicates a message, right? Here we go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> You yeah. know, just just that. If you can mm-hmm. see us on YouTube, then you know, right? Yeah. You know, because that probably helps a little more. But just the tone, right? You know yep. that that is not an apology. Well, there we makes. know, like if you're a parent, you know what you're willing to accept from your children. You oh, know yeah. how important the body language is. If you're going to tell me you're sorry and you're also going to roll your eyes mm. while you're walking away mm-hmm. from me, that's not going to fly. I'm going to ask you come back here. And let's make eye contact and let's mm-hmm. own this because that to me says you don't get it. Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. understand what you've you've done. And so when we're, you know, crossing our arms, being dismissive, sure, looking the other closed way. Off. Yeah. Yeah, walking away. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. And kind of the rolling of the eyes, like I'm and where it's basically like, I'm sorry, you're so dramatic. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it, it doesn't match. So we have to have congruent words. And body language and tone. Yeah. So I'm glad you um, threw that in there because uh, that's important too. Thanks. I'm leaving now. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, it just doesn't, yeah. It doesn't, doesn't work. Yeah. So it matters how you're saying mm-hmm. you're sorry and the you know body language you have when you're expressing that. It matters. Well, well, absolutely. If we're going to go through the, the, the steps of apologizing, might as well not you know undermine our own efforts if we're if we're mm-hmm. sincere if we want to sincerely apologize if we're, right. if we're truly seeking forgiveness and and seeking reconciliation as we're called to do yeah then make sure that you're not doing these things yeah we're called to seek reconciliation to be ministers mm-hmm. of reconciliation mm-hmm. 
whether or not it gets reconciled, that's up to God. You know, that's True. his yeah. job to be the reconciler. We're called to pursue it and to do mm-hmm. our part. And what's the verse? I don't know. I, I know Paul said it, but as much as it's up to you. It's a continuation of that Second Corinthians one. Okay. As much as it's up to you, be reconciled to everyone. Yeah. As much as it's up to you. So your spouse can still be a turd, but that's not on you. It's not on you. What's on you is you apologize effectively mm-hmm. and let the Holy Spirit in to do whatever they need to do with your with your spouse in that. Right, yeah. By following what God's asking you to do, then you're ushering in God to do work. Whether, right. you, However, that's, you know, the rest of that's up to God and the, uh, the other person. Mm-hmm. Do your part. That's right. So third way you can undermine an apology is by apologizing for their reaction instead of your offense. Yeah. And so that's kind of like, well, I'm sorry you misheard me. Yeah. I'm sorry you didn't understand what I was saying. Yeah. Or I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. Which that could be an appropriate line if you're setting a boundary with someone who's not listening. And it's like, you know what? I am sorry that you feel that way. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. And you you can move on from there. But a genuine apology, is it's not, well, I'm sorry that you feel that way. Or I'm, I'm sorry you think that. Yeah. Well, it's it's very invalidating, right? Yeah. So I, I, how you're thinking, how you feel is wrong. Right. That's exactly what that says. You know, you're, you're taking your... You I'm know, sorry you're so sensitive. Well, and even then, I'm sorry, I'm sorry you didn't understand me. I'm sorry. You're, well, you know what? That's putting it on you right. and not me. I'm, I'm not accepting yeah. any of my own personal responsibility in this. Mm-hmm. It Really, it, I'm sorry I did not... I may not have communicated that clearly. I'm sorry that I mm-hmm. may have been like, well, well, I told you to do this, to go there and to put that over that right, and right. that. What? You know, I know what I meant, but mm-hmm. I'm not communicating that clearly. I'm not saying, you know, just breaking it down to make it easier. So when you don't understand me, well, that's somehow your fault? No, it's my right. fault. I've got to make sure that I'm marketing my message the best way that you are able to receive it. Right. And again, this goes back to, because I know every part of me is all about the justice in this and what's right, what's wrong mm-hmm. and all that. It very well could be you're not hearing me properly. And it could be there are things that you have ownership for in this, but that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter when we're seeking reconciliation we're not responsible for our spouse's part in it. Mm-hmm. We're responsible for ours. And so learning how to just cut that off and just let our sorries be about personal ownership and not about what your spouse is or isn't doing, how they're receiving something, how they're thinking about something. We should be genuinely sorry that there is a disruption mm. in our relationship. right? And we need to take our ownership of that disruption and apologize for that and allow opportunity. And when we do that, that is very convicting to a spouse. That is very humbling. And that Mm -hmm. is very much you, you're setting them in position now to think about what their ownership in is in it as well. Right. Well, it's that humility. It's it's God's Mm -hmm. kindness that leads us to repentance. Right. It's not are other people's, you know, condemnation. It's not the proof of where you were wrong. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. yeah. Which he could. He's the, mm-hmm. he's the, he is the ultimate yep. judge. So, but it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. It's, yeah. it's it's that that beckoning us and helping us to understand how our 
depravity is based off mm-hmm. of his goodness. Right. Not his judgeness. Yeah, because when we come to one another, <laughs> his judgeness. <laughs> when we come to one another with that sincere apology, without the excuses, without the blaming, without mm-hmm. any of that, we're now a safe place for our person, mm-hmm. our person, for our spouse to apologize as well. Yeah. And and that's the goal. We want to set one another up for success. Mm, yes. we, I want to be the one who helps yeah. you become more like Christ. Mm-hmm. And if I'm putting you in a position to defend yourself against me, mm. I'm not doing that. I want to make it as easy as possible for you to forgive like Jesus forgives. Yes. You know, wow. for you to seek reconciliation like like he has, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's that's what this is about. It's not about and I'm very black and white with that. I'm very right, wrong person. And it, it's really that that's a downfall of mine. It, it really is. You know, but it's so much bigger than that. Yeah. It, it is much bigger than that. And, you know, an- another thing we need to not be doing is apologizing with a lack of understanding and a lack of empathy, mm-hmm. you know, just right. not willing to even listen to your spouse and how they're feeling without just judging why their feelings are right or wrong or defending ourselves. And, and, you know, just apologizing without like, I'm sorry, but you're being ridiculous about this. You know, I'm sorry, but you're really making a big deal about this. You shouldn't even be mad about it. Like that's I, I meaningless. Didn't, I didn't do anything to offend you, but you yeah, know, look, sorry I'll, I'll, that it did. But I'm sorry that you're you know right. You know, it's but yeah. And I was just thinking back to the way we are with our kids. You know, sometimes we'll, we'll ask our kids. They'll, they'll say, "I'm sorry." Well, what are you sorry for? Mm-hmm. You know, well, don't just tell me you're sorry. What are you sorry yeah. for? Well, you know what? <laughs> we it's still the same concept. It's relational, yeah. right? So you know, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, well. Instead of having the other person like doubt mm-hmm. your sincerity and undermine your apology, why not go ahead and say, "Hey, I'm sorry that I did this because I can only imagine that it made you feel this way. I'm right. sorry I raised my voice or and and was you know used kind of was a little demeaning mm-hmm. and and cutting because I I didn't want to, you know or, it I'm wasn't sorry, my you, intention. Yeah, it wasn't my intention. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Right. I was hurt and I lashed out. And I'm sorry for that. Yeah. Um, right. So that way, then, then now I'm taking responsibility for what I've done and how, so how it probably affected mm-hmm. you. So then mm-hmm. now you can start to understand, hey, there, there's some empathy there. Yeah. There's some validating of, like talking about before, invalidating, some validating of my feelings and, mm-hmm. and of my thoughts. And so I'm not, I'm not gaslighting you and going, right. well, you're, you're seeing this wrong and you're thinking right. about this wrong. You're feeling wrong. Actually, it's are. really trying to understand mm-hmm. the position that your spouse is in and what great modeling for your kids. Oh, yeah. And also for your kids, you know, we don't need to demand that they know exactly what they're apologizing for and all that. These are training wheels we're giving kids. I mean, teaching them mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. just to say, I'm sorry, and then just leveling that up as they age and modeling sure. for them that, you know what? This is what apologizing is and that it mm-hmm. should be felt and why. with our hearts. And this is why it is right and teaching them these things. So this is these are learned skills. And like even what you were just sharing there, just trying to understand like, well, this probably scared you. It probably hurt your feelings and things like that. That's like, that's a level up. That's a mm. game apologizing. Mm-hmm. And so that's a place to strive to because that is like really... That, what an effective apology. I'm sorry that I, I yelled at you like that. I, I can only, only imagine that that scared you or that mm-hmm. gave you anxiety or that stressed you out, whatever it is. Man, that's very validating. Sure. No, and I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing mm-hmm. at, at, at the fact that 
having uh, all girls and, and, and being the only male in the house, sometimes when I would raise my voice on the, on the other rare occasion that everybody's crying, you know, like, you're like, you're you're yelling. Yelling. I'm not, I'm not yelling. Everybody's crying. Well, because you're so nice and calm and joyful. So if you get mad, we lose it. We fall apart. Like we can't have the nicest man in the world be mad at us. But, you know, but, but on that part, you know, it's like understanding. Okay. You know what? It's, it's, it, Paul's, they're not used to that. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Paul says, in Philippians 2 3, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, mm. but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Yeah. Right? You talked about humility before. You were, I need to step back, stop letting my pride be in the way. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, you know, because mm-hmm. the pride will say, I'm not yelling. You want to hear yelling? I'll show you yelling. Yes. Yeah. Right? Which is so ridiculous. Oh, um, we've all said I, that. I, I've been there. I've said it, but it was ridiculous. Still ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Still, I, I accept ownership of how ridiculous mm-hmm. I was. But, you know, it's, but being, you know, being hum- humble and, you know what, in that humility, you know, count, counting others, you're right. How mm-hmm. are you all feeling? How is this affecting you all? Yeah. How are you perceiving this? Right. Okay. Well, you know what? I don't need to get my point across by being raising my voice and getting having the heavier yeah. tone. There's more effective ways that I could get across than making everybody break out crying. Yeah, because at the end of the day, that's the real question. Am I looking to edify and glorify myself or am I looking Ooh. to edify and glorify God? Ah, because that's what yeah. this is about. And when we write fight and refuse mm. to apologize and like that is just making ourselves bigger. Mm. That's not mm-hmm. what this is about. And that that's like the downfall in marriages. Like that's not what we want to do. No. Not what we want to do. No, we're supposed to love each other as we love ourselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So all right, let's finish up here. The yeah. last one. This one's a big one. This one's gonna be action. It's well, you can undermine an apology if there's never any changed behavior. Yeah. If there's the repetition over and over of the same offense, mm-hmm. it's the same mistake over and over. If you're making the same mistake over and over, it's no longer a mistake. It's no longer a mistake. It's a choice. Because it's a choice. That's right. The mm-hmm. first or second time, okay, I'm working, I'm growing. But when you're in these habits and just like committing the same sin, the same, the same thing, and then apologizing over and over and over, no, that's dismissive and it's not yeah, it's not it, believable. It might or be genuine. a struggle, but out of your struggle, you're still making a choice. Right. You're still making a choice. So we don't want it to come across and undermine our apology and for it to come across as sorry, not sorry. Right. Because that's our actions are saying. Actions should always speak louder than words. Yeah. And that's what that comes down to. So become good apologizers in your marriage. I really need to work on this. And it's something he does very freely. And I love that. And it is very convicting to me when he does. And so learn to become a good, humble apologizer because it is so much bigger than you think that it is. It isn't even about you. It isn't about you. It is a higher mission to be a minister of reconciliation. It's about the Lord. And we need to really be thinking about that. So wrapping this all up, an effective apology, it's always going to involve humility, sincerity, and a genuine desire for reconciliation. Mm -hmm. It's going to include personal responsibility and ownership. It's going to have empathy, and you're going to see efforts to make changes in it. And so we have to become good apologizers in marriage if we want to enjoy the journey.